episode of the Josh Cherry Podcast get started, we want to thank all of our sponsors. 3B Construction and Roofing, Your Choice Healthcare, Lori's Dive-In, DPF Alternatives, and they have a new address, by the way. It is 288 Eatington Highway, Gray, Georgia, 31032. Nobles Networking, Project K9 Hero, who is a lifetime sponsor of the show. If you would like to figure out how to be a lifetime sponsor of the show, please message me now. Cottonfield Grill, Pearl Promoting, Back Road Park and Event Venue. Don't forget, November 10th and 11th, we are over there for their Veterans Day celebration. Friday night is Tristan Baugh and Confederate Railroad. And on Saturday is Miss Ella Langley and Trey Lewis. I will be hosting the event. It is going to be an awesome time. Do not miss out. Tickets are available now. Cashman's Pub, Down Yonder Hatco, Deep South Chemical, and we're bringing back an old feature that we haven't done in a while. Our Spotlight Song of the Month, an artist spotlight, is on Mr. Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. They just put out a song called Collard Greens. I really, really like it. I'm going to play it for you in a couple weeks whenever these boys come into the show. So do me a favor now. Go follow both these guys on social media and download our Song of the Month, Collard Greens, by Hunter Mounts and Kyle Austin. Better than basic. Uh, Miss Erica does our website. She does all our graphic design. She does everything for us. Please go check them out now for any of your social media needs, marketing needs, whatever. And check out the Josh Terry Podcast.com, our official website. Grab some merch while you're there. And please leave a review and rate the show if you love this. Please help me grow. All I need you to do is take five minutes out of your time, go to Apple, Spotify, however you listen to the show, and leave a review. Leave us five stars. It helps us more than you know. I'm grateful for each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for making the show what it is. Now, I'll stop with the business side of the show now, and we'll get to talking. Thank y'all for listening. Enjoy the show. What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. When I tell y'all I'm excited today, I am excited. I have been chasing this woman to be on the show for the longest time, and I've known her for the longest time, it seems like. Yeah, this is somebody that I cannot get enough of her music. I absolutely love her as a person, Miss Hannah Dam Dasher. Thank you for coming and hanging out today. What up? Hey, Bubba. How's things in uh, Bibb County? Well, it's it's not good. It's not good. I hate it there. Uh, oh no! It's okay. Um, I actually, when we first met, I was living in Bibb County. Now I am down in Cochrane and around Eastman, where I grew up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Trying yeah. to trying to deflate my head and humble myself a little bit, but I'm fixing to move back up there. So, I uh, so yeah. I, I have a question. You're gonna. I know you want to post today, but you're gonna cut out some of the dead space, right? Yeah, yeah we probably. Me and you probably won't have a lot of dead space. Okay. 
Sorry. Yeah, I, I, it, well, this see, like even if this is the first time anybody's listening to the Josh Terry podcast, by the way, this isn't an interview. This is a this is a conversation. So you're getting to hear me and Hannah talk shit. Uh, talk about real life. Uh, so I'm not going to be like, Hey, where are you from? How'd you grow up? And all that kind of stuff. It's still, it's a little bit different than what a lot of people do, but it works for me. That's the reason why it's got to be top 1% in the world. And, uh, the number one independent show in the state of Georgia. So go ahead. Well, thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you. Stoked to talk about the record and all the good things coming up. I got a funny story to tell you before we get into that though. What's that? What's that? So the name of this show, used to be called when we first started before it blew up it's called politics religion and whiskey and i got it as a play on the sammy kershaw song politics yeah. religion her you can talk about whatever yeah. you wanted to when i first messaged you a like a long time ago about doing i remember, the show that. Order, I remember you, that you were like yeah i want to do it but we're not i don't want to talk about these things or whatever right and you are actually the reason why, along with you and a couple other artists, that we were like, okay, this is too confusing to people. We're not trying to get you on here to talk about that stuff. So let's just drop it and turn it into the Josh Terry podcast without having the play on words at the beginning. I didn't realize what a pain in the ass it was to people uh, and like how you have to certain ways, uh, how you have to work. And uh, so like, thank you. Thank you for being well, like I love I mean, I'm passionate about politics. I'm passionate about my faith. And I don't mind talking about either one. But, you know, but publicly, I have to remain as neutral as possible politically, you know, oh, because yeah. as a painter, it's my job to unite and not divide. And unfortunately, uh, it's uh, it's too touchy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't touch it anymore myself. But uh, and you talk about you igniting every time I have seen you play. Uniting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever I said. I'm a jackass. You would think right. somebody that does this for a living wouldn't get tongue tied. Like you would you think. Can you can you hear me? Am I is my internet connection good? Oh, you're fine. You're perfect. Oh, really? You are what perfect. Were you talking about the show. I was I was bragging when I go watch you. Every time I've seen you five or six times now, and every single time, you just have the best energy, the best absolute energy for every show I've been to. Well, thank you. Thank You're you. I'm not an NBA, NBA player for a reason. You know, I do this because I love it. And <laughs> it feels like home when I walk on the stage. I'm tickled to be getting back to Macon uh, this weekend, this Friday. We had a huge crowd turn out at Society Garden. We were there early spring. And uh, anyhow, so and I love Brad and the guys there. It's a really cool venue if you haven't been yet. But um, it's, it's cool to play Macon because it's middle Georgia. And it's just a hop skip from anywhere. So all you Tipton people, Eatonton. Milledgeville, uh, this will be your last chance to see me for a while. So come on up. You remember what happened last time you played there? And by the way, she is right. Society Garden is a beautiful venue. If you have not been there, it is an awesome atmosphere. What happened last time? You got me on stage, the shotgun. Oh, yeah, hot shotgun at, tall boy. Yeah. Hot, yeah. Do you know how hot that was and how bad it went down? I probably still have heartburn I from it. I was it. sitting in a bucket of ice. I'm so sorry I did that to you. You owe me one. I'm really sorry. It's okay. But I, I'm not shotgunning them in this set, so it'll be all right. Well, cool. Well, I'll still probably shotgun one for you anyway. Hell yeah, you will. Sorry, my tripod's crooked. You're but cool. let's continue. You're cool. So what? you have a new record that's coming out soon, right? Hell yeah, it's coming out this month. Um, it's called The Other Damn Half. It's a follow-up to the half record that I put out under the Sony hood, Sony RCA, I guess, um, in 2021. Is that the one and with shoes and everything on it? 
yeah, it's got shoes and Whoa. you're going to love me and all that. Well, I mean, my goal last year was to put out the whole damn record, but I mean, I don't want to get into all the details, but basically <laughs> that, that producer and for a reason is no longer my producer, but charged me and the label when I went to go purchase it back. It was $138,000, one, like almost $140,000 for just for the production all alone for just five songs anyway. And it just shows how artists can get taken advantage of. And, um, you know, and how I've just uh, always needed a manager and or a you know, or better management than what I've had. And anyway, I just think God's been posturing me and pruning me uh, of teammates and adding to that team, the people that, I, that really, the power players that need to be there, because I think the dream only goes as far as the team. And we're a small team, but, um, you know, doing this my damn self and, uh I just decided to stop waiting for the money to come. I just cleaned out my savings account and I launched this record and this tour on faith. And lo and behold, little by little, my needs have been met and uh, the basic needs have been met. So I'm a go big or go home kind of artist. So I, I've got a uh, honky tonk help line up there that I want <laughs> to, uh, to push, but all that to say, and that was humbling. You don't have to ask for that, but all that to say, um, I'm really excited for this music to make it to the world. And, uh, you know, for years I was told I was too country or I was too rock and roll or I couldn't have a pedal steel or you can't release. I'm going to whoop your redneck ass and hell. That's one of my most requested songs live. Um, and so I've decided to give the fans what they want. Well, I'm a big believer in, you know, you're not always where you want to be, but you're always where you're supposed to be. And if you get in a hurt, and if you get in a hurry too much and you don't enjoy the journey and try to learn whatever lesson God's trying to teach you in the moment, then you're just, ne you're never going to get to the destination. And if you do, it's not going to feel as good. It, like you have to lose sometimes to know how good it feels to win and to put that drive and everything in you. So like it's, it, I, I like those trials. Like I used to be one of those people that just want to stay the hell away from bad days. Like, but now, <laughs> but now I think you need them. Now Bring I on the rain. Yeah, I think you have to. There's a dude. I don't know if you know who Red Marlowe is. Um, uh, he was on he, he was on The Voice forever ago, but he does a lot of like Christian uh, stuff now, and he's got a song that, and it's um, you don't always pr you don't only pray when it's raining, you pray when the sun shines too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to sack up and sand back for the good times. I love that. Well, this this industry will uh, you talk about missing the moment, and I, I had a word. I, well, I took Hot Jesus with me as my guest to the to the uh, what were the awards? Oh my gosh, the People's Choice Awards last week. Yeah, it went on NBC. That was a blast. It was the first time an award show has been held at the Opry since like the early nineties. You know, the Music City News Awards. So I was just living the dream, anyhow. But uh, my dear friend Zach, uh, he's good looking, and he was he looks kind of like Jesus. We, we call him Hot Jesus. But he said, "Hannah, I got a word from God from you," and uh, and he said. You know, he said, you're one degree closer. And that just really spoke to me because usually it would be Hannah would be sitting there thinking, OK, look at all these girls that have cut my songs that are passing me and da, 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 da. But no, I was just for some reason, it was just like I was just uh, I had a fan comment. It looked like you were cloaked in grace. Um, but that didn't come easy. You know, the last couple of years, uh, quarantine and, you know, getting getting cut from the label, just the unexpectedly the plug getting pulled and things like that and learning how to really figure this out and do this on my own uh, ha has made a survivor out of me, but it's made me stop and appreciate 
uh, little things. And so I was just like, look, mama, we want to step closer, you know? And uh, like, whereas I got, I've had two, I have, uh, I still have a major publishing deal, but um, I celebrated my first one. I didn't celebrate my second one. I didn't celebrate my record deal because this town has just programmed you to think what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. Um, the label program you think what's next, what's next, what's next. And it just puts so much pressure um, on me as a creator uh, and as a person that it really just froze up some of these juices inside of me. Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. It and makes so, it. So, yeah. So I had to remove that. Yeah. It makes it to where when you get in that mindset, you stop enjoying the moment and it kind of puts so much pressure on tomorrow that today just is kind of like, damn, I got to hurry up and get food today, but you should be enjoying right now. Like totally, you- totally. But it was finally when I, when that finally clicked for me, that light bulb came on, uh, you know, the whole time I was at the label, they were wanting a song like crying all the way to the bank, uh, things like that, or that thing you like. Um, and I put so much pressure on myself. I was praying for a, you know, I want to, I want to buy me a boat kind of an anthem. I want a beer never broke my heart kind of an anthem. And, uh, you know, every day it's pressure, you know, write this song, write this song, write this song. Um, but when you put that kind of pressure on yourself, you know, more likely than not, that's not when the, when the magic happens. And it wasn't until losing my deal that some great music started happening. And I hate that it goes that way because I don't have their bank account to really promote this, <laughs> but all that to say, I just know that um, it's going to reach the right ears. 49 Winchester has been playing final mm-hmm. bank on uh, their XM takeover that they've been doing and elizabeth cook's been playing ugly houses and um you know i just think it's just a, a matter of time but we're added to full rotation and you know i'm already selling out shows and uh this is my first headline tour so i know well, i'm talking too much but i just no, think good things are happening i want you to talk too much people don't understand when you come on the show they want to hear you talk they hear my ass talk enough well i don't uh, want to run them off no you're definitely not going to run them off there, there there's no way you could like if if people knew you and, and was around you more instead of just the social media, they'd understand like you are what you put out there. There's not a lot of people that are the genuine. They, they'll make this image of them on social media, but you are you. I've never seen you when you wasn't being Hannah Damn Dasher. And that is where I think you stand out so much. So not and I mean, no disrespect towards any other women in country music, but a lot of them sound the same. A lot of. A lot of them, it just almost sounds like somebody took a cookie, a cookie cutter and said, you know what we're going to do today? We're going to put blonde hair on somebody. We're going to put them in a tight dress and we're going to put sparkles on them and we're going to make them sink. But with you, you're somebody that, uh, and I don't mean this in a weird way towards you, you're a beautiful woman. You sing your ass off. The energy that you have on stage, <laughs> the energy you have on stage, you're not going to get that anywhere. You're not gonna see fifteen well, Hannah Dashers. Never duplicated. I don't know. There's one artist who's killing it right now who does tell some of my same exact jokes on stage. And anyway, <laughs> we, we we won't get into all that. But uh. Uh, well, they can't be Hannah Dasher. I, I hate it for them. They can steal a joke, but they can't they can't steal you, darling. Well, and another thing I've learned is that you know God doesn't take your mail to somebody else's house. Absolutely so, not. He knows where you live, and so that's allowed me to to celebrate uh, from afar the victories that I've seen other people, uh, you know, celebrating. But at the same time, you got to put blinders on when you do this because, you know, I think that's 
what's poisonous about social media is that you'll play that. I hate to say the comparison game because I'm very confident in who I am and what I'm doing and in my calling and in my art. Uh, and I'm very glad to be Hannah Dasher. I don't want to be anybody else but me, except maybe Hank Jr. But other than that, I want to be Hannah named Dasher. But, uh, you know, it's, it's very easy to to have a panic attack and think, God, I'm not doing enough. Oh, my God, they're doing this. I'm not doing enough. Why am I not doing this? So I'm just on my journey. And I know that it's going to be a slow climb. But, uh, you know, if cool kids want to be cool, they better get on the wagon now. Yeah, see, that's exactly how I am. And I try to explain this to people all the time. I have the same mindset you have with that. I, I, I look for the good Lord dropping little hints that I'm on the right road. Like that you're going the right direction. So like even yesterday, uh, I'm a huge Brett Shiroki fan. And Brett did the show a couple months ago. And we um uh, do what? I need to write that down. I hadn't I, I don't know who that is, so I'm gonna check him out. Oh, Brett, you'll love him. Uh I'll guarantee you'll love Brett. So we did a show a couple months ago and he's going through kind of the same thing you're going through now. And um Seagale reposted the episode yesterday of me and Brett and are me and Sam grow talking about the Brett, uh, Shiroki episode. And, uh, anyway, so it was like, I was kind of struggling with some shit with some other people on social media. Cause it is like, Hey, I work my ass off. I'm not comparing myself to you, but you'll get a hundred thousand views on a video, but it doesn't translate to your downloads. Mine, no, mine's oh, the complete, God. mine's the complete opposite way. I, I won't get 10,000 views on a video, but for a podcast like this, We'll, we'll get it to where it, it puts us in a good range to where we have notoriety. And it was well, just, a, it, awesome. it was a good victory for me yesterday, having that little drop, like that little, just Seagull. Well, that's well, great. That's great. Well, thank you. Well, I, I have done got to be, I kiss a lot of Bobby Pinson's ass. Uh, we, me, and, me and him don't got to be drinking buddies. So it's kind of scary. Oh, Lord. He tried signing me to my first publishing deal. I went with you know BMG, but I love him and Lucy, and they've given me work when I didn't have any money. You know, hell, she hired me to help her uh, decorate for Thanksgiving and decorate for Christmas <laughs> just so I could have some groceries on the table. Like I just they're good people. I love them. Speaking, and honey, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert at social media by any means, but um, but I have ideas, and uh, you know, I've I've managed to build a platform for myself, so I'm always happy. You know, if you ever. Just want to holler, and I mean, I might have some ideas well, you, uh, for videos and stuff for you because you know I, I love that. I love that kind of stuff. You're a genius a when it comes to I, it. I produce and edit like all of my videos. That's Not that awesome. that's a, an accomplishment, but everything you see with Cornbread Cowboy, and you know, I literally I write verbatim script for script, and uh, I mean, now he will, you know, uh, we we discuss things together as far as like, like what <laughs> song should we use here? What are we thinking about? you know, things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm saving a lot of money by doing that. And honestly, as opinionated as I am, uh, it just probably pisses a lot less people off if I just do it myself. Well, you do it in such a damn good way. Like you, you look like a genius when you do it, like anything from the stand by your pan stuff to the stuff that you're doing with cornbread. Like it's, 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 it's like a little movie every single time it's done so well. And it's then and like I, I get in trouble about this from from people that are that are assholes. But like it's very hard to find somebody that has really big numbers that their talent actually matches their numbers on social mm. media. You know what I I'm saying? Like th there's a lot of folks that all of a sudden they'll get a million followers and be like, Oh, I want to do country music now. 
And I don't have much respect for that. Like I like the people that grind. I like the people that played the shitty bars. I like the people that have had to go through some trials and tribulations. Not that, hey, here's a record deal. Like, yeah, I don't I don't much care for that. I like the people that have had to work their ass off because it seems like it means more. You're probably I, I meant you to say you're not alone. Sorry to interrupt you, but I oh, mean good. I, I talk to people. Um a lot of people don't know that I'm doing a free meet and greet after every show on this tallboy tour this year because i i like to hear what the hell you know what what you want where you're coming from anyhow and it's the the, the synopsis is that i'm hearing from people uh and, and they volunteer this but it's basically what you're saying is you know they're tired of being force-fed stuff they don't want to hear uh stuff that's been pre-packaged and uh you know and venue owners are like you know this person's got a number one on the radio but they can't put butts in seats and you just nope. sold this one out kind of a thing and so i just think that uh like brenda lee said uh, the cream will rise to the top uh yeah and you will like you're, you're one of those people that if i had to bet the bank on like it i just don't think it takes but one time i really don't because you're so authentic the people that worry me the people that i wouldn't put a dollar towards to go see or whatever like they might have a huge following but they're the same shit i've seen a hundred times when I go to a Hannah Dasher, sir, or when I, okay, I'll even tell you this. I did not listen to, and somehow I completely must have just missed it until a while ago, your new song. I had the, um, the things I taught her or whatever. What is it I'm called? the one that taught him that thing yeah. you like. Yeah. That's a fucking banger. Like, it's so good. I haven't heard it done that way. Like, even I, I know you probably got tired every time I've asked you to do the, uh, the shoes song. No, I know. I need to do a cover that. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna write that down too. I love that song. I remember when that, whenever that came out, and I was riding dirt roads with with a girl, and we were just having a good time drinking some beer, and we listened to start to finish that whole EP, and it was really? ev oh everyone I tagged you like you can probably go back and look on your Instagram where I tagged you in it, but that day. Like I already liked your stuff anyway, and I already liked you as a person. But I was like, "Oh, this is different. This is like this is what I've been." Because I love female artists. I love the songs that you put out. If you're good in good storytelling, and it doesn't sound like the same shit I've heard a thousand times, I know regardless of what I hear from you, I've not heard it before. And that's probably the best compliment I can give somebody in your shoes. That means the world to me. That means the world to me. I appreciate that. Well, I'm tickled for you to hear. I need to send you a copy of uh, the record, but it's fixing to come out here in a uh, few weeks. So, but, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a little something for everybody on this thing. Um, I, it doesn't have the, uh, you know, the, it's well produced, but I didn't get to put the time into the production that I did in the last one because I didn't have the budget to work with. But, um, you know, Ilya Tashinsky, uh, he's awesome, great, you know, awarded musician. And so he, um, he actually approached me. He called me last year and was like, Hey, you're too good. I want to produce you. And he's just had some success with Jelly Roll, as you know, y'all know some number ones with him. And anyway, so, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just he's a lot of fun to work with, and hell, he's the busiest guy I know. But yeah, I'm just I'm tickled to get this one out to you guys. If I could sound like anybody I wanted to, live show, I I like you could imagine I like Blackberry Smoke with a pedal steel. You do, I mean, but you give that vibe off. It's it is the best mix of 
Southern rock and country. Like it's so badass coming to watch you. Like, I know I keep harping on that, but I really want people who have not got a chance to see you yet to understand. Cause like when I've had other artists on here, I don't just, I have to like you. I don't do shit for clickbait or whatever. Like I, I, I have to be like, I listen to their music. Because if I'm going to promote somebody, I want to, I work in radio to where I had to say, oh, I like this when I didn't like, and now I'm in a world to where, oh, if I don't like it, I don't have to. And we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to ourselves. I think we owe it to the public. Just as they say, it takes a village to raise a child. I think honesty, like if you, if you truly love people and you want to love people, then uh, you owe it to your friends and just to anybody just to be honest in love and whiskey jam wouldn't have become whiskey jam if it didn't start off by being selective and choosy and not playing politics. It just, you know, you had to be really good to play it. And that's how they built that platform originally. You know, now it's become a big thing and, you know, Ward has to, you know, kiss ass and do, you know, he has to (laughs) kind of, you know, but all that to say, but originally that's kind of how it started. And, uh, you know, I think that's how American Idol became so popular is because Simon was so, he was a savage and people yeah. respect the stew out of that. Well, it's just, if you're not, if you're not given the same opinion as everybody else, I think people really appreciate that. Like if I don't have to say, I enjoy this, I don't ever say anything is bad. I'd say it's not for me. Like I can appreciate the people out are hustling, grinding and doing what they do. Like I always get into this long ass spiel and I won't do it with you, but it's, I don't care what you call it. Just don't call it country music. Like I I always, but then somebody will be like, Oh, you got to listen to it just because it doesn't have pedal steel. Just because it doesn't sound like country. Don't mean it ain't country. It's like, okay, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's cool. Whatever, whatever. But country music for me is great songwriting. Um, Like, I mean, I don't, uh, you won't see me, at a Dan and Shay show, but my God, are they amazing singers? And like when I chased tequila, I mean, that was, I thought a, a well-deserved number one song. I mentioned it's an undeniable song. Stylistically, it's not in the vein of what I do, but those boys are talented. Um, but I think there's room for all of that. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be me or have the, I don't know, image or brand, if you will, that I do, if guys like that didn't exist, you know, I wouldn't be set apart if, you didn't have Carly Pierce's and Kelsey Ballerini's and Mickey Guyton's either, you know, which I think all three are, are talented in their own right. Uh, you know, so no, but it, it's nice to see something that's different. That's just as talented. I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't, I mean, there's just something about somebody like you brought up Hank earlier. You think Hank ever gave a shit about fitting in? Like no. you, to, to me, whenever we have like a young artist that comes to the studio and they won't like my honest opinion, because that's one of the things I to, do now is, is I try to bring these artists down here from Georgia that are young, that don't know how to get into playing a writer's round or meeting people in Nashville. If they're really good and they're good people, I'll start taking them with me up there to introduce them to people. So it kind of helps them open some doors. But one thing I always tell people is if you're around me, I don't want you to be chasing money. I want you to be chasing a legacy. I want the stuff that you try to write to be a definition of you, to be who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to introduce some kid that's, you know, a farm kid coming up there and him be like, Oh, all of a sudden I want to watch write pop stuff because it's popular. I guess that's, that's not for me. I, I want those people that are diehard and unapologetically themselves 
And that is one thing that Hannah Dan Dasher is, is unapologetically herself. And that's why I thank the damn world of you. Well, well, uh, I have dreams one day of collaborating with Justin Timberlake and Snoop Dogg and uh, Outkast Luda. Uh, I mean, there is a, I'm not a one dimensional person. Country music is my heart and soul. And uh, it's, it's, it's in my blood. I, what, whatever I do, I'll always have a country facet to it, but I'd love to cut a rock and roll record one day. Uh, uh, some would argue that this one coming out kind of is, but I mean, it's, 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 it's country. But all that to say, uh, I think you have to establish yourself and stick to something uh, in the beginning as a new artist so that folks can identify with you and recognize you and get used to that. And, uh, and then I think it's okay to kind of branch out as yeah, well, but, but I'm definitely not one of these that's that's using the genre to uh, uh, to gain my to gain my fame. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about crossover acts as well, with the exception of Darius. I I think he's he's talented, and but uh, you know, Hootie can do no wrong. He can do he can do no wrong. Uh, and I, I like there there are a couple that I just I don't mind it, but it's they're believable. I guess that's what it thing like. Even uh, we've got to be around Aaron Lewis a little bit now. He's and, cool. Yeah. And the shit that he says is who he Don't is. Don't smoke his weed. Oh, no, I did. Uh, back to back. And I don't smoke a lot. Back to, like They were packaged like they were already cigarettes. They definitely don't smoke mine. Good God. Oh, I will with you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I don't mind it no more. I used to be so against it. And now it's just like, oh, it's the best. I'm relaxed. I'm not an asshole anymore. I guess I'm so I'm so much nicer, but I, I appreciate that even if you say you want to do those collabs or whatever, I still think you would do them your way. I still think you would do them the Hannah Dasher way. You wouldn't be doing it just to catapult yourself into another category, into another genre. You would do it because hey, I think this is cool. Well, like I, I do it because, yeah, exactly because it. I think it's cool, and I'm a champion of what they do. Yeah, there's there's a lot that I even as a big as a traditional country fan as I am. Oh, I'd lose my shit if I got to if Tupac was still alive, or I got to go around. But you the found his killer, I think. I I saw that yesterday. I have been obsessed with every documentary and every movie about it. I, I've watched them all like five times, dude. Hey, I'm obsessed with. I say obsessed, but I'm excited for the Fox Hunter documentary to come out. The one that's about uh for all you Georgia folks down there. I'm sure y'all all heard it then, but uh. The one about the uh, Ron and Sue Coleman murders. If you yeah. haven't listened to it, whoo, the podcast is great. But but there's apparently a Netflix coming out about it, so I'm tickled to uh, to get to watch that thing. Yeah, that's not but, far. That's not far from here. That's like an hour away from me. But um, to add one more thing to what you were just saying, uh, I, I am undeniably country, and I'm and I'm proud of that. Um, but uh, I don't want. Uh, a reputation of being so hard headed that um, that I can't grow as an artist or as a musician. Um, that's why I wrote songs like "The Tree" with Casey Bethard. It's a, it's it's saying, uh, you know, branch out, but just don't forget where your roots are. Anyhow, and uh, so you've got like I've got a song called "Country Do" on this record. I think you've heard me play it live. It's I wrote it with Ben Stennis, another good old Georgia boy. Um, and a guy named Stephen Wilson Jr., who I love and I've been a champion of forever. And now he's blowing up. Uh, great guitar player. But anyway, but it's one of those that 
my publisher really, really loved and it's fun to play live and they're like it live. So I, I cut it, but I mean, but it's got some Zach Wild kind of moments in it. Um, but again, you can't just put me under one roof. There's, you don't have a taste of, of kind of uh, what I love. So you've got Jesus and good old boys and redneck ass whooping and all those kind of things on this, uh, the other damn half. That's what it's, it's called. It's a perfect combination. It is. Uh, our studio is called Raising Grace Studio, and it stands for somewhere between Raising Hill and Amazing Grace. Love that. But Love also, that. But also my daughter's name is Gracie, so it's like a double entendre or whatever, right? But that that's where it, I love when those things get mixed. I just think it's – I think it is the best shit to me, to be real with you. It's just – you don't find well, – so good. I'm sorry to interrupt you, oh, but oh, you're good. Oh yeah, Travis Tritt, man. Come and on, Hank, that's go. why Hank's so great. I mean, you got a Hank show; he's gonna cover ZZ Talk. Uh, at least, well, not every show, but I see him do it. Um, I've got a when uh, Dusty died, I put a ZZ Top tribute in my set, and I'll probably do that in Macon uh, this weekend as well. But uh, Hank is—he uh, paved the way. I feel like for guys like girls like me, I, I consider myself one of the boys. But yeah, but for guys like me, he. Uh, he definitely paved the way and uh, raged against the machine, if you will. And um, and that's what I feel like I've had to do. I've, I've been in town for 12 years, man. And um, I've had to kind of take out a steamroller and a bulldozer and a bush hog and a backhoe and really pave my own path. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that it I don't think easy is everlasting. I don't think when you get something easy that it's going to be around forever. I think you having to grind. And you having to do that shit. I mean, for every for everybody that has been handed something from social media because of a following, you got somebody like, let's just say Laney. Laney Wilson, who lived in her camper, been up there for forever. Now, her daddy bought her a really nice house. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I just know the camper and, story. <laughs> and, a, and, a really, and a really nice I mean, she, Yeah, that was that was she only did that for a couple months while she uh, right. went, while they were shopping for a house. Oh, right, well, some they people, don't tell you that. And well, yeah, yeah. Well, her dad I, bought her a really nice, like dually truck to travel in. So if if you're uh, you know, listening to this still, uh, it, when, when you're traveling, you know, when you're a, a young musician and artist, uh, you got to rent like a van and a trailer to haul your band and gear in, and you know that's about oh god anywhere from five hundred to another thirteen hundred dollars uh, a weekend. So that adds up every month. Uh, so it's very like one of my biggest expenses. I mean, hell the last two months, I think I put around 20, 22 grand at least into, uh, like traveling van, a bus was going to cost me $70,000 for two months before fuel. Well, anyway, so well, I made it, but all that to say, yeah, but you know, she was really blessed, you know, to have Mr. Brian, you know, bought her a really nice, like a, like a King cab kind of a truck and with a really nice covered trailer. And so that, uh, and they bought her a really nice house too when she moved to town and it really um you know uh, afforded her she was able to you know put her money towards rehearsing that band and getting a really really tight show and um and it was hard it, it, we were girlfriends and all and it was both writing for sony and uh yeah you know, i'll never forget she got her she'd be going to band rehearsals and i'd be scrubbing people's toilets you know because i sold all of my guitars in order to pay my band and i don't tell you that to feel sorry for me i'm just saying that somebody's floor is somebody else's ceiling oh, you yeah. know i'd have given anything to have to have a house that i didn't have to pay for and a vehicle that i didn't have to rent um i'm right there with you uh next time i try to use that as an example i won't now that i know now that well i mean it's just like everybody tells you the side of the story they want to hear you know 
what they tell you what they want you to hear. Yeah. Yeah. They want to control the narrative. But, but that's uh, why I get that's why I get in trouble is because I don't tell any stories. I'm pretty unfiltered. Um, but you know, I like to say I do I do wish her the best and I'm, you know, tickled for the success that she is seeing and uh I wish she was a lot sweeter to me. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I love you. I love like, her and I'll always will. I'll always love her. Well, there's a there's I've had to find out the hard way to be real with you. Um we got a buddy in common, Dustin Heron. And when oh, I, he's darling with his, with his sweet little curls. Oh God, he's uh, I always call him the ugly Charlie Argo. Um, <laughs> I love me some Charlie Argo, boy. Charlie, what a good guy! What a great guy. He's working with uh, Jay Tuck, a very talented drummer, a very talented guy. I loved him, boys. But uh, Dustin told me when I started coming to town, and I was going to start bu- like I was trying to build relationships with people, and they were like, "Hey, look, I'm just telling you right now beforehand." You're going to get your heart broke. You're going to get pissed off at somebody at some point in time, and you're not going to see it coming. It's going to blow your mind that it happens. And he's like, but you just got to remember, people are just trying to succeed. And if you are bitter about it, you're going to end up hating everybody. Don't be that guy. Just take it. Take it with a grain of salt. Take your little slap on the wrist and, you know, lick your wounds and go on about it. Yep. That's what you got to do. A valuable lesson that I've learned here in the last few years is to my Nana would always say, guard your groceries, but I wasn't sure what she meant, but she, yeah, but she'd say, Hannah, you can't give away your groceries when you can't afford to eat yourself. And uh, I've always been this person that's, you know, I want to help everybody because I didn't have any help when I moved to town. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have a connection to anybody. I didn't know a damn soul. You know, I went to restaurants by myself and I made t-shirts that said cool shit on so people would approach me to talk to me uh, anyhow. But so it's just, it, it made me kind of a nurturer and a whatever, but people aren't going to love you back that way. And so you've really got to be, you know, protective. I guess I didn't value what all I had and what I held inside. Um, but, uh, you know, loose lips will sink ships and um, people will rob you of your creativity and they'll try to build upon that and claim that as their own. And, it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a very uncomfortable. I can't think of an adjective to describe how how horrible it feels. So all that to say, I just think that um, you just got to be be guarded, be kind, but but be guarded and um, and uh, if you have yourself two or three really really close friends, and consider yourself lucky because not everybody is going to be the friend of you that you are to them. Yeah, I'm having to learn that the hard way right now. It's just where, like, I've really got to stop treating people the way that I would want it. Like, you're not going to treat me the way that I treat you. Yeah, like, I'm one of those people that I would rather you be loyal to me than love me. Like, I've never had anybody that was loyal to me stab me in the back. But I've had people say, I love you to my face. And then as soon as I turn around, knife in back, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just where now I, I am more guarded. I am more... I keep my circle a lot smaller than what people think they are. Like people see me on social media and they're like, Oh, he's out with 10 different people tonight. He's they're, they're, they're his best friends or whatever. And it's really not like there's two or three people, like you said, that I consider like a true, true friend that don't want to use totally, me. Totally. I don't want to use them through, through all that, I guess, through the, you know, the hardships I'm sure that everyone has kind of seen over 
COVID or things like that uh, to give it a positive light you know, through through losing some people that I thought were really my friends and in my friend circle. You know, God has sent me people like Kaylee Bishop, who is my favorite white girl singer. I mean, like she's better than Mariah Carey, like when Mariah yeah. was young. She's amazing. Um, and we're in Bible study together. And, uh, you know, and Amy Tyndall, we're also, you know, all the same Bible study, Casey Nolan, just some really good. I, I write with some of their husbands and uh, they write with some of my heroes. And anyway, uh, but I've just been so blessed to have you know, Leah Turner. She was at Sony before I was there. And um, just when I came to Nashville and, you know, when, when we met, she reached out to me and just championed what I did. And Mickey Guyton has championed me. And, um, you know, if I had a flat tire, I feel like I could call them. I know that I could, you know, they're just those kind of girls. And so I've just been really, really blessed. Uh, I feel like in the last couple of years to have uh, real friends like that. Would you consider uh, a cornbread now that y'all done got so close to a real friend? <laughs> yes, my Lord. Yes. I have tickled myself to the point of crying watching y'all's videos, knowing both of y'all. It is the best shit ever. God, I'm trying. He's supposed to be filming one for us right now, but he's at driver school, DMV, trying to get his driver's license because he hadn't had a license in 20 years, 15. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, You can't that, make that up, though. That is him. That is for real. I'm going to put some ice while we're uh, yeah, chatting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Cornbread Cowboy, he is, a lot of people don't know, he is passionate about uh like there's more to him than just the party scene. Yeah. Uh but he is really passionate about like football, sports. He just gave this awesome uh pep talk speech to his uh hometown, his high school team. And uh he's also passionate about uh Down syndrome kids, like you know, mentally retarded children. Yeah. And, um he just he, he's a big old teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, teddy bear. I now just so uh I have a better understanding. I, me and him, we've been trying to get together to do an episode, but we've both been like, hey, we're going to do it in person. That way, me and him can have some drinks, bullshit. It's probably going to be way too long. But just don't give him dark liquor. Oh, yeah. Don't. He can't. Don't give him dark liquor. But he keeps putting me off. Like, I'll be like, hey, let's meet here or whatever. And every time it's like, uh, let's just wait till we're in Nashville together or something like that. Now I know why it's because he don't have a driver's license. Oh yeah, it's honey. When we went to the race in Darlington a few weeks ago, uh, around us, so we had to we had to film some content. So I booked a one way to damn Charleston. We stayed with his brother and my sister in law in Charleston. We had a ball, shot like the Peely Wiggly video and some things that you're gonna see coming up. And then uh, we took the Amtrak train, honey, the Amtrak. That was hilarious to Darlington, and then I just rode the bus back with uh, Michael Ray. Um, and yeah, he's also such a sweetheart. I love him to pieces. But uh, but yeah, he if he takes the Amtrak and the Greyhound wherever he goes. Uh, Michael Ray, I've only met him like twice, and it's been like drunk, <laughs> late as hell at Red Door. Uh, he seems I've never heard a person say a negative word about this dude. They have done nothing but brag about just how nice and what a good dude he was. And then yeah. I was getting I was getting videos from Bobby Pinson when they were at um at the Key West Riders round and Michael Ray was doing Keith Whitley and Keith Whitley's my all time favorite. And I was like, he's buried right here over the hill. And I was like, dude, shit. Oh yeah. I go there a good bit. I didn't, is that the side of town you're on? 
Yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't know how to tell everybody that. Yeah, you know, should. Yeah, you probably shouldn't tell exactly where it's at. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, but real quick before we get off here, yeah. Friday night, Society Garden. What time are you starting? Oh, I got a handsome thing opening up for us. Uh, Conrad Moore. Okay. A songwriter. He's a uh, he's country, but he's kind of like a uh, how do I describe it? Americana, Americana countries, that's what I'd say. But he's a really good guy and he's really nice to look at. So, of course, I wanted him to open <laughs> up for me. So, uh, but he's going to open the show. But, um, but yeah, 8 p.m., get there a little early and uh, get you a little buzz on. Got a hell of a pre-show mix. And do uh, you already have your album out for pre-save? Um, no, the pre-save link is coming. Uh, I'll, know, I'll know today, but at the end of the week or beginning of next week. So. Well, for one, I'm excited for the new album. I'm excited to see you Friday. And I hope everybody listening comes out Friday. Uh, do you know what the tickets are? I I don't, but it should be under 20 bucks, I think. I would think. Okay. I don't know. I you're don't def- know. You're definitely worth a $20 ticket. A lot more than that. Thank you. I think they were 20 bucks last time. I don't know. I don't know, but it shouldn't be too bad. But if you buy them ahead of time, it should be cheaper than at the door. But, yeah, let's get some butts in the seats. I've, uh, I know I've played Georgia a lot the last couple uh months it feels like but it will be the last time uh to get to see me down there for a while so well y'all better not miss her i know i'm not going to i might be on that bus and figuring out how strong that weed is by the way seeing how maybe i'll make the show i'll let you better be i will skin your hide Uh, i'm gonna be there i'll be there congratulations on your you know getting big numbers and things like that darling and thanks for um again just for sharing your platform with me Anytime, I'll do anything in the world for you. Well, thank you. Give, every- give me 10 grand. I can't do that shit yet. <laughs> thank each and every one of y'all for listening to Josh Terry podcast. I will catch y'all later. <laughs>